Hello, and welcome back to the Wednesday Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden. Menu, please. I'm your co-host, Ryan. Ice mocha, please. Nice choice today, Ryan. You always got something interesting. So, you're welcome, of course. So today, it's uh, just going to be us today, you know, because it's nice to have a chill kind of Wednesday podcast. Um, today on our menu, we're going to have the classic um, Love It, Hate It, Why? Facts by Google. Um, our question today is related to university admissions and um, if uh, race and ethnicity should play a factor in those admissions, how large they should be. Because, you know, I was listening to my Harvard lecture and that was one of the questions of the moral questions that they were discussing. discussing. So, before we get into those two things, though, those three things, sorry, how's your week been, Ryan? So, uh, it's been sort of busy. Like, uh, the biggest event I have to say is, uh, I guess, Sunday. Jane, have you ever been to uh, Tommy Thompson Park? I have many times. Yeah, I actually didn't know that park existed. Really? Because uh, cool. when I'm on the lakeshore, I'm usually like straight to the beach. I had no idea that right. park existed. And uh, long story short, our club had an event, and uh, we just had a biking event. Everyone oh. went biking except for me and a couple others. Because uh, since I'm short, I don't have any bikes that really fit like my height. Right. Because my legs are short, but my body's a bit taller. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, it was a, it was around, I guess a two hour something walk. Yeah, it's really nice. I, it is. Yep. Everyone walk or no, everyone bike there or drove the car there. I had to walk. That was like a forty minute walk. And then another two, two hours, maybe three hours of walking, and then I had to walk home because, like an idiot, I refused to drive home. Right. You should have taken the drive, Ryan. But I know I should have taken the offer. Yeah. But it was it was really beautiful. We saw a couple of caterpillars of different mm-hmm. kinds. Uh, I remember one of them was a monarch, and then there was a couple of monarch butterflies. Right. Uh, we, seeing, like, just seeing the lake was really nice. There was an oil, a couple of oil rigs, cargo ships. Yeah. So it was it's really d- different view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love going down there. Um, I like going down there in the winter. It's like freezing cold, but it's very like different and very cool. Um, I haven't been down there in a while, though. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a nice walk. I think it's like what, like seven kilometers or something. Like yeah. that's how long it is. I did not see the lighthouse though, so I, I don't think I went far enough. No, I haven't made it that far either because <laughs> I get All tired. Right, yeah, it's yep. one day. Um, my week's been pretty good. Um, Saturday, I went to my favorite favorite farmers market, the Withrow Park Farmers Market here in oh. Toronto. Yeah, I got some lovely peaches and uh, blueberries. I wanted to get cheese, but they sold out, so I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Then I decided to take a walk down to the Brickworks, which was nice. You know, haven't been there in a while. Uh, I was able to fly my drone, getting some different shots because for me. I go down to the beach a lot, so I'm, I have the constant kind of like aerial view of there, and that gets kind of boring for me over time. So like having that like new area to like shoot from is, is very cool. You know? Yeah, maybe try yeah. Uh, Tommy Thompson next time. Yes, I have I have done a little bit, but I want to do like more. I want to go to the end and just fly out. I think it'd be very cool. I'm so yeah. surprised that your legs aren't sore every day. Yeah, well, because that, okay. uh, that five-hour walk, I'm still kind of dead. Yeah. I train myself. I do a lot of walking anyway, so I'm like, for me, every day, if I'm coming home, I like I take that extra little bit. Instead of like taking that shortcut, I just go a little bit longer, and that kind of like builds yeah. me up, I guess. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. try that out too. But yeah, uh, for, for now, I'm, I'm just stretching before. Right. Because I find stretching so helpful. 
Yeah, it is, right? Especially when you get older. Definitely. You're not that old. You're like, what? You're young. You're not an old man yet, right? Come on. I know, but still, you get older. (laughs) Things happen. Yeah, it's true. Uh, What else do I have this week? Oh, this Friday, I have my first paid photography gig, which is going to be very fun. Yes. I'm a little bit like... Um, well, um, another photographer of mine, he, uh, a couple months ago, he did some portraits for me. Um, he passed my name along to this person and they want to get some photos done. The only thing is I haven't really done professional portrait yet, but I do have like a little bit of skills. So I'm trying to get like some new gear, um, like just practice and get, get into that flow because I haven't done portrait in a while. I'm excited to like do that, but you know, I'm a little bit nervous because like, again, I haven't done it in a long time. Well, you can't really yeah. dive into a career without actually diving in. Exactly. So good well, luck it's not going to be my. Thank you. It's not going to be my big career, but I think like a side kind of like photography, I think would be fun. Yeah. Anyways, let's jump on to love and hate it. Why? Okay, so on today's love it hate it. Why we're gonna I'm gonna change it up a bit. So instead of the usual, uh, I give a topic. I'm gonna give two, okay. and then. You, and today you're going to choose the one you prefer mm-hmm. and then for example if i oh we'll, we'll try the first one so i'll either say c- coke or pepsi you'll right. give me one i'll ask why and then you just give me an answer why okay it's not very di- it's not very different but it's just a little slightly touch. different yeah okay i think uh i'll put two minutes on the clock are you ready yes i am ready all right so we'll go in three Two, one, Coke versus Pepsi. Pepsi. Why? My mother. What was the answer? My mother. She just drinks Pepsi. That's like, I like, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like Pepsi too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Showers versus baths. Showers. Efficient. Oh, wait. Efficient. Oh, that's a good one. Headphones mm-hmm. versus speakers. Headphones. Why? Private. Laptops versus use desktops. Laptops. Why? Portable. Mm-hmm. Dogs versus cats. Cats. Why? Self-sufficient. Another bit lazy though. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Windows versus Mac. Windows. Why? Cheaper. I agree. Hockey versus lacrosse. Hockey. Why? Canadian. They're both, both Canadian. 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 I would I say. Guess, I guess hockey is a bit more fun to watch. Yes. Uh, birds versus lizards. Birds. Red versus blue. Blue. Why? Ocean. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Beef or chicken? Chicken. Why? Environment. I feel like the planes are having a, a lot of overstock of beef. Yeah. And also, like, when it comes to beef... Uh, okay, I'll talk about it after. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks versus Disney. Disney. Why? Childhood. Books versus audiobooks. Books. Why? Physical. Tablet versus phone. Phone. Why? Portable. Wired versus wireless charging. 
wired why faster uh let's see keyboard versus mouse if you would rather Key have one or, two or the other keyboard paper versus plastic paper why trees and the last one nerf or nothing nothing why i don't know i just like the sound of nothing better Oh, okay, we went. Fun. That took around uh, two minutes, thirty-one seconds. So we could try that next time with guests. Yeah, I like the that. reduced list. But tell me gonna... about the beef. Yeah, so it's more. Of, so like, the thing about cows is they're like, you don't get a lot of the meat out of it, but like um, for the size and the amount that they eat. For chickens, they're like the smallest. You can have more chickens, but they create more in the end, and they're more efficient. So that's why I think they're better. I don't know if that's like completely true, but that's what I've heard. So, yeah. Because I know people can eat uh, like, uh, all of a chicken, but not all of a cow. Exactly. Like, you never see cow head being served anywhere. No. Exactly. That's the problem with it. Like, it's, I feel like they, and they also create a lot of, like, waste. That's the yeah. problem. There's less waste for the smaller creature. So, mm -hmm. that's my So, thought. yeah. It seems that chicken is the superior animal in this case. Yeah. I'd say so. But I am a vegetarian um, five days a week, so... If it's, it doesn't really make it, it's a smaller fat footprint for myself than like a person who eats meat every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and that concludes uh, the segment for today. Very nice. It, it likes the twist today, right? It was very fun, very different. It's nice to change things up. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump into um, facts by Google, I think we called it. It's been a while because we skipped that last week because of technical issues. Okay. So the first question is, how many years is one human year to a dog? To a dog? Is it three? Yes. Let's just read what they got here from WebMD. But the conventional wisdom that one dog year equals seven human years is an oversimplified view of how old your dog is in human years. Although a dog's age averages out this way, there is quite a bit of variation. For example, mature, for example, dogs mature more quickly than children in the first couple of years. So I guess like, Physically speaking, it's seven, but then like behavior-wise, I guess like so like it's a, it's a four-year-old dog. Mm -hmm. That dog is like an eight-year-old child, I guess. If you're gonna make comparisons between children and dogs, which is very odd, but you know. Google. Yeah, like as a child, I never really thought about it. Like uh, I, I always thought like dogs would have the same, or we would count them just like humans. But then I realized all animals have like different lifespans. It's really hard exactly. to calculate. Yeah. Okay, so my first track today, I'm sure I told you this one already, Jane, but mm -hmm. in general, a recess was not made for the students, but it was actually made as a mandatory break for teachers because yeah. they are required to have a certain amount of breaks every single day. You told me that. I was very, like, very fascinated. Never would have expected, but it makes sense if you think about it, you know? Yeah, because uh, as students, like, we're always caring about ourselves, but never enough about the teachers. Yeah, it's so like, weird if you think. Yeah. You see so many people always complaining to teachers about their bad marks, but it's not exactly their fault. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, sometimes it is. Like sometimes they're, they're like teachers are human; they have feelings too. Yeah. So maybe sometimes they don't like a specific student, but teachers, their job is to try to be as unbiased as possible. Yeah, but it's very hard to be unbiased. That's just a part of life. Mm -hmm. You have your personal opinions. Okay. And that was a very interesting one you told me. I was fascinated because I never like, really thought about it. Like, it makes more sense that it's a break for them than a break for us. Like, there's a lot of scientific evidence 
talking about like uh, how recess is good for this, uh, good for the kids as well. Yeah. But that wasn't like the main function of it mm -hmm. to begin with. Okay. Yeah, I agree. It's a very interesting one. Thank you for that. Next up, why are um, Granny Smith apples called Granny Smith apples? I don't know. Is it yeah. because of a brand? It's something about Australia. I'm going to read. Granny Smith's originally apples originated in Australia in 1868. Maria Ann Granny Smith found a seedling growing by a creek on her property. Property. This was the same place where she would toss French crab apples grown in Tasmania. The seedling bore light green colored apples that Granny Smith propagated. Interesting. Oh, so, so it sounds like, like her own specific brand in a way. She, she breeded some apples, so that's oh. kind of cool. She made her own. Oh, that is interesting. Mm -hmm. But I thought Granny Smith was just like a, a commercial brand or something yeah. like nowadays. I thought you were thinking of something else. I think there is, mm, there is something. There is like, um, it's a flavor, like one of those like artificial flavors, like Granny Smith. I think that's okay. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so the second fact of the day is, uh, statistically, going to work every day is a lot more dangerous than going to work. Statistically speaking, it's just the sheer amount of people that work compared to the ones that go to work. So statistically, you are more likely to die on your way to to and from work than it is to just go to work. Really? That's... Wow. Because I don't know if you know anything about like life on a military base, but it's a lot or nothing. Because mm -hmm. uh, from what I heard, people are just bored all the time, especially on deployment. You're just right. waiting for something to happen and waiting for things mm -hmm. not to happen. Right. So my question about that is, though, does it really matter how many people or does it matter the type of people? Because like, when you're fighting someone, they are more aggressive. Um, I'm guessing they're more tuned to like military warfare than let's yeah. say like the guy that works at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So like, does it really depend on the amount of people or does it depend on the type of people? That's my kind of takeaway. I'm just, I'm just thinking like it's, it's, uh, it's, if they're talking about statistically, it's more like just the sheer amount of people that work. Like right. a lot of people work construction is one mm -hmm. example. Like uh, construction workers have it really dangerous. Like when mm -hmm. you enter a hospital, you know, the majority or a ton of the patients are usually construction workers. Right, that's true. Mm -hmm. I guess you could also connect it to how like you're more likely to die in a car crash than a plane crash. Those yeah. kind of like aspects. Cars are dangerous, so like people are driving cars more when they're going to work than they are when they're fighting a war. So I guess that yeah, makes sense. if you're fighting a war, you're if you're in like a Humvee and it's not exactly likely that you're gonna hit like an IED in the middle of a road. Yeah. But you could definitely get hit. Mm -hmm. But since there's so many cars and cars are crashing every day, I'd say it's a fair statistic. You're actually uh, three times more likely to die traveling to and from work than being shipped out to work. Three times, wow. Yep. At, That's at least good. today's current current times like Who's the start of that? again who's the source i might join the military because i'm safer apparently according to the statistics well the, the canadian military is a lot safer than any other military right because we're not say... exactly we're not usually at war we're, we're just yeah. there to peacekeep and help exactly that's yeah that's pretty cool the canadian military is a good place you get paid yeah. well the only problem is that if you ever come down with like a, a mental illness mm -hmm. uh after they, they don't treat the veterans as great as they used to because of budget good. reasons and funding reasons. Right. That's too bad. Mm -hmm. So, 
the next one is are beans a fruit or a vegetable beans mm -hmm. aren't they fruit i believe they are but i'm going to read what they got here the mayo clinic you know some of these sources that google gives are very odd the other parts of plants are considered vegetables these include the stems leaves and roots and even the flower bud the following are technically fruits avocados beans, pea pods, corn kernels, really, cucumbers, grains, nuts, olives, peppers, pumpkins, peppers, that's surprising, squash, sunflower seeds, and tomatoes. Well, we know tomatoes, that's an obvious. Wow, did not know that. But what, what is, uh, what, how do they classify fruit in a vegetable exactly? I don't know. Because, like, my, my reasoning would be, for example, uh, one, one of them has, more, like, more juice and water, mm -hmm. and it's less crunchy than the other. That would you that would be my my definition of like a fruit and a vegetable. I think so. Maybe it's the water content. Because if you that's think about it, yeah. corn kernels, that's the most surprising for me. That means like whenever people have popcorn, they're actually like having fruit snacks at the movie theater. Yeah, it's like a, it's like fried plum or something. Or yeah. no, not fried plum, but like dried mango or something. Yeah, that's a weird one. But it's kind of cool too if you think about it. Pumpkin's okay. not all that surprising to me. Pumpkin's not surprising. Peppers is a little bit for me. Yeah, peppers is pretty surprising because they're crunchy. Mm -hmm. But I guess they have yeah. like a, water, a lot of water as well. Yeah. Okay, so okay. the next fact. Russia actually has more surface area than Pluto. Really? Wow. Pluto's in, so small. Oh my god. Yeah, it's... So it's... Uh, the entire planet together, like its entire... I don't know how I forget how to describe it, but like a, its entire area is a, a lot uh, a lot bigger than Russia, obviously because it's an entire round planet. Right. But like just talking about the surface area alone, it's uh Pluto's surface area is six million four around six million uh, four hundred thousand square miles. We're mm -hmm. using square miles because kilometers doesn't really make sense in this in this right. uh, comparison because it's just too big. Mm -hmm. So it's got 6,400,000 square miles compared to Russia, which has six or 6,600,000. 6, so it's around 200,000 square miles larger. Wow, that is crazy. And that's something you don't really expect. 200,000? Did you say 200,000 square miles? Wow, that's a lot. And uh, wow. Canada is actually only half of that at 3 or 3,8 Eight hundred thousand. Well, that's something I already kind of knew, you know, because like, Canada isn't the biggest. Russia is always so proud to be the largest country in the world. It's still but really I was big. really surprised just by like the sheer difference. Yeah. Because we're only half as big. That's the thing you really expect to like to learn about or hear about. Interesting. Okay. What do we got next here? So, why is it called AM and PM, Ryan? AM and PM as in radio? Um, as in like time. As in time. Yeah, so like 9 a.m. Oh, I should know this. I, I remember reading about it, but I forget. It's an interesting one. So, uh, these clocks are generally known as 12 hour clocks. The first period is, is of the day is called anti meridian, which means before noon. Oh, yeah, meridian, yep. The second period is called post meridian, meaning afternoon Latin. So, a little bit of Latin there. Pretty cool. Just give me a second, my computer. I'm back. Okay, so the next fact: the South Pole, 
actually doesn't have a specific time zone because all the longitude lines on the planet really? or on the maps meet all meet there. So, so there's all no, the stations what time zone for the So the South Pole doesn't have one or it doesn't have a specific one because it's it is all the time zones. Because so you know how on a map so all the lines curve down yeah. or like curve down to one spot. Right. And that's that's why the South Pole is uh is all the time zones at once. That's cool. And uh, so, for example, stations, station the note in the South Pole since they don't have them. It's so stations that that are stationed in the South Pole. They actually use their own country's time zone because there just isn't a time zone down in the South Pole. So you could have two stations next to each other, and they would, and one could be, for example, one from Canada, one from Russia. They had completely different time zones. Really, that's fascinating. Not something you really think about. That's kind of cool. What about for the North Pole then? I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's around the same because I remember, like, if you look at a map, the longitude lines are also right, are also up there. But I'm not sure. That's cool though. Really, not something you think about on a daily basis about time zones and such. Okay. So let's do another one of these. Hmm, interesting. What spices are used to make pepperoni? Pepperoni? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first they use black pepper, right? And maybe paprika, I'm not sure. Paprika is in there, white pepper, cayenne, cyan? cayenne, I guess? Pepper? Cayenne. Cayenne, and then um, anise, which is um, what they use for licorice, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, um, I guess that's why it has like that distinct... That's the taste that, that, that seed is what makes licorice taste like licorice. Okay, that's, yeah. that makes sense why it's, there's black licorice. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I think. Also, what is your opinion on black licorice? Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> it's really pungent. I would, it's too much for me, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that's the, that's the pure version of licorice. It is, yeah, technically, if you think about it, because that's like the closest you can get to the actual seed. Okay, so, our last fact of the day. Uh, this one's a bit weird, but some scientists actually genetically modified goats, certain goats, to uh, spin spider silk from their udders. Really? So, uh, some US uh, professor called, or named Randy Lewis, transplanted a gene into a few goats from a spider that allowed the goats to produce milk containing a certain specific protein and this can be extracted from the goat milk and turned into spider silk thread wow that's really cool that's really cool but it's also such a weird thing to do it is a weird thing to do like if you put animal rights into like consideration too like that's Mm -hmm. somewhere natural yeah well that's a topic for another day of course Okay, let's do a little bit. How old is the oldest person ever recorded? Uh, Let me check what year this is from now, so I can give you the... Yeah, give me give me three guesses. Okay, I'll give you three. All right, uh, the first one is 130. No. 143. No. 180. You just got going up. It's 122, but I don't know if like. Cause like I don't know if they're always reported. 
this is according to the the independent um, from 2013 so it could be overpassed obviously because that was a couple of years ago a few years ago so um, no efforts seem to have been made to have him medically assessed or to call in representation for the Guinness World Records the current holder of the organization's official accolade for the oldest ever is a French woman called Jenny Louis Calmet, who died at 1997, age 20, 122 years old, in 164 days. It sounds like this could be, there could be another person, but that's like who they have recorded, officially. Yeah, I, I know 120 is, a, a, like, not common, but a, just slightly more yeah. likely nowadays. It is. With, like, the quality of life. Exactly. Like, I, I would be surprised with 130. Mm-hmm. I would. I feel like 140 is like is a is a good number. I think that seems reasonable, honestly. Like I said, 180 because I, I just because I, I could I knew it could be something insane. Yeah. Okay. Wait, 120. It's a a lot easier to achieve nowadays. Not easy. Yeah. But maybe like one percent of people at most. Yeah, it's definitely doable. Though. I want to try, it. but not actually. No, I'm thinking 100. That's it. I don't need longer. Yeah, yeah 100's pretty, pretty old already. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really trying to like get the world record. That's a little bit too much work for me. Uh, Anyways, do you have another fact, Ryan, or do you want to move on to our question of the day? Let's move on to our question of the day. We, okay. we have around five minutes plus extra if we want. We do. We do. So, um, like I mentioned, I've been taking this Harvard lecture. It's called Justice. And it's um, offered uh, on an online course by uh, Professor Michael Sandel. Um, so the, the specific lecture that I'm going to be referring to today is, um, I believe, 817, and it jump looks into uh, race and ethnicity as a factor in admission. So what's your thoughts on that, Ryan? Do you think that should be the, the primary way that people are decided to go to like a university program, or should it be like a secondary? As, like, as, in, as in, should we decide whether to admit someone because of the race and gender? Exactly, and also, uh, or if they should be decided just based on their merit and their their academic ability. That's hard to say, because yeah. for example, uh, if we're talking about academic merit, is is the first thing. Mm -hmm. Like some people grow, like everyone like grows in different ways, exactly. and have their own ways of learning, and that could be really harmful. Like certain people that are late bloomers, like maybe they'll have a terrible first couple of years. Mm -hmm. But then they could just superstar from there. Yeah. Um, one of the arguments that another student gave is um, a lot of the time there's already an inequality before they even get to university with some of these um, ethnic groups. They have worse um, schooling in general, so that's already a disadvantage. So let's say that they uh, let's say they have a bad school system, and for another example, another group has a better school system, and they do better, but that's only because they had a better school experience. Is it yeah. fair to, to like give that advantage to this other person just because they had a better schooling? So, kind of the arguments they gave for this is um, there's three arguments. It's a corrective, compensating for the past wrongdoings, and just in general, like um, for indigenous people, like that that uh, the genocide that, that was placed upon them for like black folks, uh, the slavery. And then for um, other groups, there's, there's so many like wrongdoings that were forced upon them. Because actually I remember talking about, slightly talking about this with some, uh, with the people I was walking with on Sunday, like on our walk mm -hmm. through Tommy Thompson. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about university and how like certain things just don't make sense. For example, why, ex why exactly do you need like a 97 
to enter a certain program. Mm -hmm. A university's main goal is to make money, right? Yeah. So the main goal should be to get as many people in as possible. I'd say so too. Yeah. So that does make sense. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, like the biggest reason might be s space, but my my suggestion would be to put uh, put people on a waiting list. Mm -hmm. Like, don't so outmit outright like reject them, but put them on yeah. a waiting list. Give them a couple years if you want to organize them in however way you like. Maybe like, by a mm -hmm. by mark, sure. But right. I would say give everyone a chance, because if a person wants to become an engineer, but then they're denied that right, or that's exactly. they're denied their dream, that's that's not healthy for anyone. It's not right, no. Um, people become the, self-made engineers, but it's not exactly. likely. You could say the same thing for World War II, you know. Hitler wanted to be a painter. I'm not saying that anything about it specifically, I'm just saying that aspect of like being denied that dream isn't really fair based on like your ability i guess it's, it's fair to say that your ability is an important part but you know again yeah. it's not fair at the same time yeah and that goes back to uh like i said like uh, people grow in different ways and at different speeds exactly. so maybe give him 20 years hitler could have been like an amazing painter maybe could have been well known as a painter in our history books today exactly instead of uh, the alternative which is is very sad um, another kind of argument that someone said is um, diversity for the educational experience and like diversity in general. So you don't want to have like all black students or all white students or all Asian students. You want to have that diversity because mm -hmm. from different childhoods and different upbringings, you have different experiences. Yep. So that was one of the other arguments for just having, just admitting people based on to get that diversity, yep. which I think is good. But again, there's issues in it. Yeah, because it brings back the issues of segregation, segregation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, for example, it, it was something they tried to abolish so many years ago, but it feels like, in a way, we're kind of bringing it back. Yeah. And especially people's views. For example, uh, there are people's views about how movies and a black character should play a black character. And a, exactly. Example, James Bond. Mm -hmm. uh, they were they're going to give the role to was it Idris Elba? Interesting, yes. But people started saying he should not play. He should not play James Bond because, he, first of all, he's a he's a black actor. But mm -hmm. isn't that what we we tried to abolish like so many years ago? That's yeah. segregation. I think the that one's it's okay because he's not a real person. Yeah. I think if it becomes a problem if you're actually like um, you're trying to like you're you're being a character, not a character. You're trying to pretend to be another. Um, another person so example back in the late uh, 1900s they had um well um, i don't even know who was playing the parts but indigenous kind of roles were being played by like white actors for example they had like let's say for example blackface like having that that's wrong because yeah. there's these aren't characters these are actual people and i feel like that is a problem if you're actually just like having this if they're going to be this group and you're going to play them by a different group i feel like that is where the line kind of gets crossed so, so your argument is, uh, as long as they're not a real character, they should be having, they should have uh, the right to be played by anyone. I think I would say no. If they're not, if they're a character, then they can be played by anyone. But if they're like an ethnic group, then that's uh, where the line for me. For example, is if uh, if they did a movie about uh, what's his name? I don't know. Maybe Rosa Parks. You wouldn't want them to be played by white actors. No, I don't think that would be. 
right, because that's a real person. Well, yeah, no, she's not a character. I feel like for characters, we've made these these people that aren't real. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, and they don't really. It's it's a very it's a very difficult thing, because like there's individual circumstances where that entire opinion can change. Yeah, yeah. So in, in my opinion, as long as it's a it's tasteful and faithful to the original person mm -hmm. or plans, I feel like that. To me, that that is the right way to go. Yeah. For example, if they did a movie about, I don't know, I guess I'll, I'll use Rosa Parks again. Yeah. But maybe instead of, if she was played by a white actor, as long as they do it right. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, it's, man, this is a hard argument to make, honestly. Sorry. But if she was playing played by a white actor, as long as she did everything right and is tasteful. To, and uh, respectful to what she did back in the in the 90s. I think it's it should be okay. I think so. I do. I see that area. But let's bring it back to missions. So for me, I'm all for using um, those factors as a way to get as being an indigenous and black student because yep. I get those advantages. But from a moral standpoint, I don't see it as right because it's not fair that someone should just be picked because of a factor that they had no control over. You weren't. You didn't get to pick. If you were black, green, blue, red, turquoise, whatever. That's not up to yep. you. So it's not fair that you get to succeed at your dreams just because of a coin toss, bro. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, uh... yeah, I'd say that's exactly how we should be. Like, uh, people, sh in, in a way, should be based more on what they can or will be able to do. Mm -hmm. For example, even a per. But I'd say just give everyone a chance. Yeah. That's, I'd say the waiting list idea would be my number one. I think the waiting list is the best. But then again, who wants to wait to like succeed at their dreams? We'll just go somewhere else. If they're really determined enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also in that time, like a person could grow their skills as well. Exactly. That's true. So it really depends on the person. Like it all, yeah. always does. See, that is why I like, you know, I'm kind of like... For my Harvard lecture, I like it a lot because it really, it makes you think a lot about how society is like formatted and the aspects like that. So I really did enjoy, I am enjoying this lecture and this discussion that we had. Yeah, it does sound interesting. Yeah. Next time, Anyways. maybe, maybe I'll, I'll take a shot at it too, if they allow. I think they're going to be closing down soon, in a couple of months. I think November is when the course ends, but you do have time. Okay. Anyways, um, I think that's all the time we have for today. Check, please. I've been Jaden. Credit, please. This was your co-host, Ryan. Thank you again for joining us today. Bye-bye.